0: Welcome to a bonus After Dark podcast. I'm Gemma.
1: And I'm Emily. In this bonus podcast, we're going to look at five tall tales from folklore, starting with Lady Catherine Ferres. So who was she?
0: Lady Catherine Ferez was born sometime in the late 1630s. When she was just 12, she was married to her stepbrother, Sir Thomas Fernshaw. He returned to his family estate in Ireland, leaving her alone in their home at Markate cell. Now, for a woman in the 17th century, there were multiple ways to pass the time. Embroidery, playing a musical instrument, or even taking part in one of the games that had become popular. Catherine, however, chose a different way to pass the time. Want to have a guess at what it was? Um, Did she have an affair? No. Um, Painting. So, no painting, no affair.
1: i give up. What did she do?
0: She became a highway robber. Really? Apparently so. Every evening she would enter a secret room hidden behind the kitchen chimney and don the garb of a gentleman of the road before mounting her large black horse and setting off to rob those travelling between London and Birmingham, or those who were travelling the rutted byways of Hertfordshire. The unknown highwayman soon built up a fearsome reputation for shooting dead any who refused to hand over their money. However, in June 1660, Catherine's brutal reign came to a bloody end when she held up and shot a waggoner on No Man's Land Common. What Catherine had failed to notice was there were two men hidden behind the bales of hay on his wagon, until one of them fired a shot, causing her to let out a scream of pain and spur her horse back to the safety of Mark 8's cell. Arriving home, she reached the door of her lair before collapsing to the floor, where her servants found her lifeless body the following morning. So what
1: happened to her after she
0: died? she was buried and her secret lair was bricked up but that was not to be the end of the story in 1840 the house caught fire and some blamed catherine's spirit for the blaze so
1: is she actually real is her story oh, is real? She, well she existed okay so she 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 was a real person but did she actually become a highway woman That's less certain.
0: I mean, there are multiple versions of the story, as with all folklore really. So we know Catherine existed and was a real person who died in unknown circumstances, which some sources suggest is how her legend began. To add doubt to it, the secret lair she supposedly used was not discovered until 1800. Obviously from that discovery, the story got a new lease of life. But the most solid evidence that a highway robbery secret persona was fake is that there's no record she ever actually lived at Mark 8 cell.
1: So her ghost didn't cause the fire
0: then? I mean, who can say for certain? And I certainly don't want to upset an angry ex-highway woman. But probably not.
1: I really like the idea that there's suddenly a highway woman. I know we've like just looked at female pirates. I think that's probably where that's coming from.
0: Yeah, I, I just I would love a secret lair hidden just off my kitchen. I mean, it's a good place for a secret lair if you want snacks.
1: True. I'm kind of seeing like I like Batcave Cave or Mask of Zorro. Secret lair kind of thing. More, more Mask of Zorro. You know the Antonio Banderas film version. Yes, I'm with Catherine Cetera
0: Jones. I'm familiar. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's kind of what I'm seeing. But obviously, role reversal.
0: Yeah, apparently there's a film that's quite famous about this story. I think it's called The Wicked Lady or something. I've not seen it.
1: I've never even heard of it.
0: Neither had I until I started researching this, to be honest.
1: That's normally what happens. It's now on the list. One of our never-ending lists. Yeah. So, have you got any more stories about highway women on this list?
0: No, but how about somebody who might have travelled in time?
1: Was there a TARDIS involved? Sadly not. Okay. Well, I'll I'll still listen to it. <laughs> that's, that's very generous of
0: you. Thank you. <laughs> so our second tale looks at the story of Lucy Lightfoot. St. Olaf Parish Church in Gatecombe village on the Isle of Wight was built in 1292 for the Esther family. So the church is a splendid oak carving of a crusading knight dedicated to Edward Astor, who died in Palestine in 1303. It is around this carving that our story unfolds. 17 year old Lucy Lightfoot lived in the village of Balcombe with her father, who was the local miller. She's been described as the prettiest girl in the village who was the desire of all the local boys. But Lucy was not interested in any of them. Instead, she would spend hours in the local church talking to Edward or rather the carving above his tomb. When asked why she chose to spend her free time at the tomb of a long dead man, she replied, I love to be with him on his adventures on a warm day in June 1831 Lucy made her last visit to the church having tied her white horse to the gate she went inside and sat on her usual stall and began to tell Edward all about what had happened that day Lucy was so engrossed in their conversation she failed to notice the drop in temperature the flashes of lightning or the sound of the rain hammering on the roof nor did she notice as the moon crossed the sun's path quote, causing darkness to spread down the lane from the village and a curious half dark embraced the church and the whole island." When the storm passed Dr Maltravers who was visiting the churchyard noticed the horse tied to the gate. Seeing a local farmer approaching he flagged him down and asked if he knew who the horse belonged to. The local farmer recognized Lucy's horse and accompanied by the doctor headed into the church to check on her. Only Lucy was gone as was the jewel from the hilt of the carved wooden sword Edward held, as well as the lodestone from his dagger. Two men searched for Lucy, but finding no sign gave up, and the farmer returned her horse to her distraught father, and the doctor returned to his home in Portsmouth. Lucy was never seen again.
1: So what happened to her?
0: Well, this is where the story gets strange. Gets strange? Okay, stranger. In 1865 the Reverend Samuel Trelawney was carrying out some research on the Crusades. Within a manuscript written by the King of Cyprus in 1365 was a mention of a group of knights who had left from London, one of which was Edward Astor, who was accompanied by his mistress, quote, a brave woman from the Isle of Wight whose name was Lucy Lightfoot, end quote. When they arrived in Cyprus, she gave him a jewel, which he always wore in his sword hilt, and they parted, Edward went to Alexandria where he was killed in battle and what happened to Lucy after his death was never recorded.
1: Wait, so she actually travelled back in time?
0: Paranormal investigators have put forward several theories, the most popular of which is that she was the victim of a time slip and was reunited with her former self in some kind of pre-incarnation.
1: I sense a but on the way.
0: Yeah, the whole story is actually fiction. It was made up by James Evans in the late 20th century. Evans was the former rector of the church who created the story in the hopes it would, quote, raise a few pennies for the church coffers, end quote.
1: I'm assuming that it worked quite well then. Oh, it certainly
0: did. It took off a life of its own, yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't stop. I mean, Paranormal Investigators still go and investigate the church. So maybe the fact it's fiction was to cover up that there's actually a time slip there maybe who are we to discount such things i know
1: i think time travel is one of those folklore things that will always be popular yeah i mean look at like outlander that's about a druid stone circle that slips you back in time or puts you forward in time it's also
0: romantic she you know, she sort of was dedicated to him and only him
1: that's true also a little bit strange i mean i picked it are you surprised it's strange i mean no okay so who's third on this list third isn't so
0: much a woman rather a good doggy okay so we're going to look at the story of lady marion's wolfhound so in the early 1600s the newly married sir hugh clotworthy brought his young bride, Marion of the Therese, to live with him at the fort he had built in Antrim. Despite the idyllic setting, Marion would at times find herself pining for her family and friends of her childhood home of Carrickfergus Castle, especially when her husband was away for long periods of time. One day, whilst walking, she was confronted by a savage wolf which knocked her to the ground. Such was her terror she is said to have fainted. But when she awoke, she was confronted by an incredible sight. The wolf which had attacked her was dead, and a large Irish wolfhound was standing guard over her. The wolfhound was also injured, and so Marion took it back to the castle and nursed it back to health. Once it had recovered, the hound disappeared, and despite the area being searched, no sign of him could be found.
1: I mean, I've been trying to get Jodie to agree to have an Irish wolfhound in the house for years. See, they're
0: just good dogs. Yes, certainly deserves all the bonios and belly rubs.
1: All of the bonios. So was that the last you saw of the dog? No.
0: Several years passed and in that time, Sir Hugh turned the fort into a grand castle. One night there was a fierce storm and over the sound of the tempest came a loud baying which woke those who were asleep inside. As lightning streaked across the sky, it illuminated the, quote, unmistakable form of the faithful wolf, wolfhound and Marion let out a cry of delighted re- recognition End quote but the wolfhound wasn't the only thing the lightning revealed at the same moment the castle guards spotted an enemy force approaching with the intention of launching a surprise attack a fierce battle followed but thankfully the defenders were victorious
1: so the wolfhound had saved her again yeah and did he stick around this time? Anna is speaking. In the final moments of the
0: battle, a loud agonised yelp was heard over the sound of gunfire.
1: Oh no, that doesn't sound good. Yeah.
0: With the castle now safe, Marion rushed to the spot where the hound had sounded the alarm. Only what she found was a heap of flattened musket balls and a bloody trail. Following the trail, she made a bizarre discovery. On the ground lay the same wolfhound, which had saved her twice. Only it was made of stone.
1: So the dog had turned to stone. So the legend says. So what did she end up doing with this new stone ornament?
0: So Sir Hugh ordered it taken back to the castle and had it mounted on one of the castle's towers as he believed it would repel superstitious attackers. The stone hound remained there until the building was destroyed by fire in 1922. Oddly, this happened just after the hound's
1: tail had been damaged. So, the statue was damaged and then the castle was destroyed? Yes. So what happened to the statue of the dog after the castle was destroyed?
0: It was moved to several different locations around the grounds of the castle until the castle was fully demolished in the 1970s. Today it sits on the lawn of Antrim Castle Gardens.
1: Okay, so what really happened then?
0: No one actually has an answer. Um, one account I read believed that Sir Hugh had actually created the story and commissioned a stone carving of the hound in around 1612, but there's no definitive answer.
1: I mean, it's a good way to keep you know, the people that are superstitious away thinking, well, you're not going to surprise them because there's this supernatural dog that will warn people.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I mean, people were very superstitious back then, so thinking you're going to be, have to slip past a magic dog, I guess, would put some people off.
1: Yeah, and not just any kind of dog, a giant wolfhound.
0: Yeah, it's a good story. I love a good dog story. They are pretty good. Dogs are the best.
1: Forever proving man's best friend.
0: Or woman's best friend in this case.
1: Definitely. It's kind of nice that it protected her and not him. If that makes sense. Yeah. I it
0: was. Although I'd, I'd quite like to know what his guards were doing if they didn't notice an enemy force attacking. I know it was raining and storming and things,
1: but that is true. No, I kind of can. feel like it's a fail on their part. I mean, even if you were like doing dead of night trying to attack, I don't think you can see that far from pitch black. So they must have they must have had to have you know some way of being able to see where they were going. Yeah. And there
0: was lightning.
1: I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it was a magic dog. Maybe we can always live and hope that there are more magic dogs. All dogs are
0: magic, though. Let's be honest.
1: I don't know. I'm not too sure that my two are um clever enough for that. True. Mine
0: once let a stranger into the house and was just laying there having her belly rubbed. So, I
1: think pip would do that. As long as he was getting fussy, he wouldn't care. Rosie would just pretty much kill anyone. <laughs> so you know she's like overly affectionate with people like to the point that she will bite them. <laughs> it's biting affection. Yeah, like she gets too overexcited, so she like instantly, she can't decide whether licking them or biting them because she wants to play fight is the best option. Oh, I'm with you. So it kind of just becomes biting them. So <laughs> like not viciously, it's just kind of it just kind of happens because she's too overexcited and doesn't act, you know. Which option she wants to go for? Fair enough. So we've had a highway woman, a female time traveller, and a dog. What's next on the list? Queen Elizabeth I, or was she? Okay, tell me more.
0: When she was a young girl, Elizabeth, who was obviously the daughter of Henry VIII, visited the village of Bisley in Gloucestershire in 1543 or 1544, To escape the threat of plague in the city. The king had arranged to go and visit his daughter. However, before he arrived, Elizabeth fell sick and died. Not wanting to face the wrath of the king, who was well known for being reasonable and understanding, the villagers and the young princess's governess decided to hide the body and return a child of the same age in her place. The problem was the only child they could find of the same age was a boy. This didn't deter them and they dressed him in Elizabeth's clothes and nervously awaited the king's arrival.
1: So you're telling me that they dressed a boy as a dead princess and the king didn't notice. So the legend goes, Henry
0: spent very little time with Elizabeth and she was known to be shy around her father. Luckily for those involved, the king was in a hurry and after just a glimpse of his daughter was satisfied and on his way.
1: Okay, I'll admit Some men are quite unobservant, but someone else must have realised.
0: Nope. Even when Elizabeth was sent back to the royal court, no one discovered the truth. For obvious reasons, he couldn't marry, hence Elizabeth remaining the virgin queen.
1: Where does this story even come from? There are always different
0: versions. The most common known comes from Bram Stoker's 1910 book, Famous Impostors. Bram Stoker was in the guy that wrote Dracula. One and same. So apparently he was visiting the village and discovered a strange tradition. During the May Day celebrations, the May Queen was actually a boy dressed in Elizabethan clothing. This aroused his curiosity and so he did some more investigating and apparently uncovered the legend. He then wrote it down, thus immortalising it. So you said there's another
1: version of the story?
0: Yes, this one relates to the bones of a young girl, which were discovered by workmen in the 19th century when they were working on a wellhead in All Saints Churchyard, which had originally been built in the 12th century as a memorial to a priest who lost his way in the dark and fell in and drowned. When they were renovating it, they found the bones of a young girl. um, It's probably just the bones of some villager that got mislaid. But because Elizabeth had stayed there, they kind of put two and two together and came up with five.
1: So is there any chance that it could have been Elizabeth?
0: Possibly, but more likely they were just the bones of a young girl who died. At, at the time, children dying was not uncommon, obviously. Can't say for a thousand percent certain. But I, I feel like if the Queen had actually been a man, given how many enemies Elizabeth had and how many spies were caught, it wouldn't have remained a secret.
1: Oh no. And yeah, just weird, isn't it? Like, to think that that would be what they did, that no one would have realised. Considering the fact she wouldn't have even dressed herself as a queen,
0: someone would have realised. I, I just looked at Elizabeth's makeup for our Historic Housewives post this month. And apparently it, it took them several hours to dress her and undress her every day. So somebody would have noticed. Yeah. There's no keeping that a secret. And you think how many people wanted rid of Elizabeth because they didn't want an unmarried queen Yeah. on the throne? Somebody would have discovered it and blown it wide open. Absolutely. Also, why not just say, actually, I'm a man? Because it would have made life so much easier in Tudor yeah. England.
1: And also, you know, puberty hitting might have been a big giveaway. Somebody would have had to stuff the shirt and
0: the dresses every day.
1: Yeah. I think it just links all back to that idea that women could never be, you know, as powerful. Therefore, this queen that, you know, was really popular and, well, I say really popular, but is now remembered as being such a great monarch. In Britain, she had to therefore be a man because there was no way she could have done it as a woman. I think that's kind of what it links into, really, doesn't it?
0: Also, it's just an author, you know, with a really good imagination, taking bits of a story and and dramatising them, and then making the facts almost fit.
1: Yeah, yes, everyone likes gossip, so you know, clearly it was always going to sell. Oh yeah, but there
0: are people who actually believe this. As a, as a theory i was quite surprised i was talking to a friend of mine about it and she was like oh yeah did you not know that was fact and i was like say what now it's not fact
1: i mean isn't she buried somewhere i'm pretty sure they could just you know exhum her and you know discover it quite quickly but that's not the case
0: i mean yes yeah, she is buried somewhere they don't really dig up royals do they unless it was Unless they were found under a car park. So I very much doubt anyone's going to dig her up to check.
1: No, but again, another time they would have realised that, you know, she was in fact a he. Yeah, well, because
0: Elizabeth didn't want to be embalmed. Yeah. Because she'd read stories about it going wrong. Um, Obviously, because as a queen, she had to lie in state for quite while she was embalmed. Um, You'd think somebody would have noticed
1: them. Okay, so what's the last on your list?
0: Last but not least, we have a witch. Of course. The church of St Mary's in East Somerton in Norfolk was abandoned in the 17th century. Today, only the walls of the nave and the tower survive, with a large oak tree in the centre of the ruins. But beware, should you visit, don't walk three times around the tree. Why? Why? Because you might just unleash the spirit of a long dead and angry witch And it's 2020 so let's not take chances
1: Okay I think you're going to need to tell me a bit more
0: (laughs) Okay it's quite a short story as I couldn't find much information And believe me I looked But the story goes that a witch was buried alive Either inside the church or the church was built around her burial spot As a way of containing her wickedness The witch had a wooden leg, and from that leg, the oak tree grew, destroying the church.
1: Okay, that's a little bit creepy.
0: Oh, absolutely. And the witch isn't the only one said to haunt the church. Um, According to accounts by paranormal researchers, there have been sightings of monks who are said to be angry and want the church to be left alone. And at night, there are stories of whispering voices, loud bangs, and people have claimed to be touched by unseen hands.
1: Okay, that's really weird. So here's the thing.
0: You and I both live quite close to this church. Okay. So I have a challenge. Oh, God. If we hit ten patrons, and we're only eight away from that, yeah, we will go visit the church and take our cameras and see what happens.
1: Right, okay. So you want to go to the... Scary creepy church Yeah Okay
0: If we get 10 patrons I'm not dying for nothing
1: Okay fair enough (laughs) enough.
0: I am however willing to die for 10 pounds (laughs) apparently
1: I mean you only That's thats the uh, value of your life is it
0: I mean I'm sure people would say it's worth less
1: (laughs) That's true There are people that would say
0: that My nan would say it's worth more Like 11 pounds or something Yeah
1: 10 pound 50 So, are you up for that? Okay. I'm not walking around the (laughs) tree. I'm not doing that. Oh, I'll do it. I'll give it a go. Okay, you can do that. You can (laughs) release the witch. That's fine because you'll be there to save
0: me and you're the scarier one of the two of us.
1: Okay. If you think I can go up against the witch, fine.
0: I mean, I've seen your sass. The witch will be like, put me back.
1: I'll sass them into their second death. Oh, I love that.
0: Sass them into their second death. That should be a tagline. I'll have it on a t-shirt when we go. Beware the sass and eye rolls. It'd be like this witch will rise and be like, I am evil. And you'll just roll your eyes and she'll be like, all right, later.
1: Back down into the grave. <laughs> I think I'm more likely to sass the monks, to be honest. Oh no, I forgot about the dodgy monks.
0: I'll be like, it's fine. I respect the church. I am a church historian. It's fine. I'll be like, you want that one?
1: I'll be waiting for Lightning to hit me.
0: Yeah, I would totally throw you under the bus if a lot of ghosts 100%. came out of the creepy woods. <laughs> 100% No,
1: 100%. I wouldn't. I mean, that's if we could like make a getaway because we both trip over our own feet.
0: <laughs> I'd lose my glasses.
1: I oh, yeah. You'd stand on them as you run past. It would go like Scooby-Doo.
0: Or that bit in the mummy. You know in the first mummy film where he loses his glasses and then the mummy
1: gets him. That would be me. Or nothing could happen. I mean, I'm going with that to be honest. I'm being positive. Okay.
0: So I think the thing with myths and legends is they're always fun to look at, but in most cases there is a logical explanation. So... Let's go from the top and say real or fake. Okay. Lady Catherine, the highway woman. Real or fake?
1: I really want it to be real, but probably fake.
0: Yeah, probably. That has given me an idea for some home renovations. True.
1: Very true. Okay, Lucy likes that. I know it's probably fake, but the romantic in me would love it to be true. Yeah. I mean, they did say that it was already a story, so it's kind of... Proven, that it's already fake. But wouldn't we love it to be true? Oh, true love,
0: unite, reuniting lovers over time and space.
1: I mean, you're going with that. I'm going with the time travel aspect of it. I mean, yeah, there is that.
0: Also, it sounds like it'd make a really good Doctor Who episode because the jewel was missing, and there's there's a storm, and definitely. Maybe I'll pitch it to the BBC.
1: They need something good after that terrible rendition of Dracula. <laughs> okay. Lady Marion's wolfhound: Fact or fiction? I mean, I could, I could agree with it to a point that maybe she had a dog that protected her. But when we get to a dog turning to stone, no. Yeah, so I could almost believe like it, I was, I was believing
0: it as fact until it turned to stone. Sadly, mm-hmm. because we've heard of dogs protecting their owners from attacks and things. Yeah. And Irish wolfhounds are quite big and quite protective. Yeah, they're huge. So maybe that part was true. And then old Clotworthy was like, I'll have one made of stone, pop it on the castle and build up this legend to stop people attacking me.
1: Yeah, maybe the dog protected his wife um, and died from his injuries. And that's why he then had this made out of stone to remember the story. And then it kind of just took on a life of its own after that point. Okay, Elizabeth the First. I don't believe for a second that she was a man. No, me either. I just can't. There buy were too into... many
0: people around her. Yeah, nobody's that
1: loyal. No, I can't buy into the fact that no one would have realised.
0: I didn't. I, I'd heard the story before, but I really didn't realise it was Bram Stoker.
1: No. But then when you hear like it's a, like an author that deals with fiction, and you're like, wow, well, it's clearly not going to be real, is it? Yeah.
0: Okay, the Witch of East Somerton.
1: I guess if we get ten patrons, we're going to find out, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> oh, if we both if we both die, you won't like haunt me in the afterlife because it was my idea, will you? I'll just be stuck behind you, just glaring at you all the time. <laughs> Why is it always witches?
0: Because it is.
1: Hmm.
0: There's also a version of the story where she was a nun, as well as a witch with a wooden leg, but. I couldn't find enough about that to really mention it.
1: <laughs> I feel like you're really like shoving it together. A witch nun with a wooden leg. Was she also a pirate? mean, she, have she p- could have been. Did she have an eye patch? Well, when we walk around the tree three times, we'll ask her. No, you can walk around the tree three times. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Coward. So, let us know on social media uh, what you think about these five tales. And let us know if you have any local folklore legends near you as well. And don't forget, if we get 10 patrons, Gemma has volunteered both of us to go to this haunted church and discover if there's really a witch nun and these very angry monks.
0: If we can figure it out, we'll try and do it as like Instagram
1: Live or something. That's true.
0: If we can figure out technology
1: yeah normally causes a problem with us especially since you like to um you know take photos as you're falling so i mean it could be really interesting
0: maybe it's because a witch is pushing me over that would totally be my reason i didn't fall i was pushed by a witch so i can get away with it so we hope you really enjoyed this if you want more bonus content like this do you consider supporting us on patreon it's like just a pound a month and it will help us keep going and be able to put out more content like this so before we sign off if any if you did enjoy this and you'd like to see the sources we use to put it together just hit us up on social media or via the contact us tab on our website and we'll be happy to share that with you so until next time make sure to take care of yourselves and each other and don't get chased by the witch